hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. What's up, guys? Good morning. Well, it's morning right now while I'm recording this. It might not be morning for you, but either way, good morning, good afternoon, good day, whatever. I can't ever say good day because I feel like I'm going to burst into song um, from that opening song in Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) If you know what I'm talking about, you know. Anyways, (laughs) so today I just kind of want to talk. I don't necessarily have... A lesson or whatever in mind by any means I just I also am a firm believer in any sort of storytelling works really well because we each take away things from it that we need um, everyone could take away something completely different from a conversation you know there's um, one of my favorite books is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert um, and in that book she talks about so Elizabeth Gilbert wrote Eat Pray Love based upon her own experience through this little like getaway journey thing. And she talks about in that book, um, in, in Big Magic, about how she was like at a book signing and this woman came up to her and was like, oh my God, you know, Eat, Pray, Love was exactly what I needed to hear when I was, I was in a bad relationship, when, you know, with, and you having the strength to leave your husband after infidelity was... No, it was was either infidelity or domestic violence. I can't remember, but either one. And, you know, you having the strength to leave your husband and carry on just gave me the strength. And I'm so grateful for that you shared your story. And Elizabeth was like, I remember sitting there like in awe and, and saying, oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad it touched you and resonated with you. And then she, you know, signed the book and went about her business. But here's the thing. Nowhere in that book was there infidelity or, you know, domestic violence. There was not any abuse or, or that type of thing between her and her husband. Um, that's not, that didn't happen at all. And, and there's actually, I mean, I've read the book and watched the movie several times and there's like not even something that you could potentially think that's what she was getting at. And the reason she shares that is because you have no control over the reaction, which I think is a really beautiful thing. It's a great lesson for people who are starting to share their story and they're scared, you know, that people are going to judge them and blah, 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 um, which is normal, I think. Um, But when you can start to accept the fact that you have no control over the reaction because people are going to pull from any story that you tell what they need to hear and what resonates with them in their own personal experience. And so that is a reason that storytelling is so valuable. Um, And I'm so grateful that I have a gift for that. And somebody was asking me, like, do you have stories that you tell to help people understand? And I was like, you mean fabricated stories or or what do you mean? And they're like, yeah, fabricated stories. I was like, no, I don't tell fabricated stories. I tell my own real life experiences, which is also storytelling, obviously. But I think it um, it 
that's just the way I roll. That's something that fits well for me. So anyway, there's been something on my mind these past few days, and I think it's a valuable thing to expose, I guess might be the right word, which makes it sound really juicy and crazy, right? Like I said, expose, and you're like, ooh, what secrets are she gonna, is she going to tell us? Um, <laughs> and basically, I, I was having a – it's not a secret that I have – some ailments like some health issues and I've had them since I was like 12 years old um that I work through and have to deal with and it's a lot again I've told you guys several times I would write I would record an entire session on this and I'm going to make a note right now so I will do that because I obviously forgot um but anyway so when I was don't you love the real time on this podcast because I do. I like the rawness of it personally. But anyway, um, for me to – I've never been given any answers from Western medicine basically. Um, there's been so many tests and things and saying, oh, nothing's wrong with you. I'm like, cool. Then why does my shoulder hurt? Like I don't understand. But so I started down a path. Um, I've always been like self-healing through food and movement and sleep and, you know, hydration and those types of things. But it still never really got rid of everything. Um, And then I found the coach that I'm working with right now. Her name is Jessie Mendez. Um, I'm doing an apprenticeship with her, which is like life-changing. She only works with women, but she works with women who are looking to reconnect to their bodies, their sole purpose, all these different things. So... Anyway, when I met her, I knew that she could help me get some of this energy flowing out of these places because stored emotions can manifest into pain and other things. So anyways, she hooked me up with an herbalist. And during my conversation with this herbalist, like, again, I have a laundry list of things, unfortunately, that, um, you know, I deal with on a daily basis physically. And so we had a really long talk about all the things that she would need, um, that she would need, that I'm going to start taking to help to heal from the inside out. And in that conversation, because of course it was kind of overwhelming, like amazing woman, so much information, like holy crap. I'll um, link her website below. She is a pure medicine woman. Like it's amazing. But during that conversation, she said to me, don't stress out about this because no one is perfect. And I was like, what? And she mentioned it a few times and it is exactly what my heart needed to hear because basically what she was getting at and what I think is so accurate and such a big, big topic is nobody is perfect. And my my belief is the same. We, meaning like I'm not going to be, jump right in with, you know, 12 different herbs and teas. Bonnie, Bonnie's being loud at us today, sorry. Um, with like 12 different herbs and teas to ingest every day. I'm not going to be perfect at it straight out the gate because that's a lot of an adjustment period. And so for someone like me though, who fancies herself to be Wonder Woman on most days, like that's definitely something that I actively combat um, is the belief pattern that are like the exceptionally unrealistic standards that I hold myself to. And so for her to say that, like, don't worry, don't stress, like you don't have to be perfect. And you can work your way up to drink, you know, to the full amount and all those things. And so I've been thinking about that since last week when she said it, it's been on my mind and it's just such a fitting thing. And I think that 
what it led me to talk about was we all have moments where things just don't go as planned even and for no reason at all so that's the other thing i think a lot of people are like yeah things just don't go as planned because you know of extenuating circumstances or things other things happen like recently yeah there was things didn't go as planned because i was dealing with my jeep was in the shop longer than it needed to my boyfriend's vehicles are both in the shop so like we had no cars you know it was just all this stuff i had just got back from traveling which usually makes me sick and it did and all this stuff and um So those are extenuating circumstances. But the truth is, we try to place blame on something when things don't go our way. Or when we're not operating at the capacity that we like to operate at. Maybe we don't have the momentum. Maybe we don't have the energy. Maybe we don't have the desire, you know. Um, But nobody talks about that. And that's what I wanted to share with you, you know, today is that we all have moments. And if someone tells you that they don't have moments, that they don't want to get up, that they don't want to do the things, they don't want to go to the gym, they don't want to eat the healthier option, they don't want to get up and record the podcast, right? They don't want to write the blog post or the newsletter or open the freaking computer at all. If there are, if someone tells you they don't have moments like that, it's not true because it's just we're humans. And I think that that idea that we have to put up a front that we're perfect and that we're robots and that every single day we need to show up and and be this like perfection person. Let me tell you what. If that's the part you're in right now of your journey because I've been there, it's not going to stay that way forever because you can't operate that way forever. Eventually, you're going to burn out. I don't know anyone who hasn't gone balls to the walls, hustle all day, fucking, you know, up till three o'clock in the morning, every single night, grinding, grinding, grinding. I don't know one person that was has been able to do that sustainably long term without damaging themselves, their relationships, their dollar, the dollars in their bank. Their you know, it's just not that's no way to live, guys. Like I love working. I do. I like working. I love being productive. I love getting shit done and marking off the lists and I love being creative and sitting here and like jamming out all the things on my computer. But the truth is, is some days I don't freaking want to. And I, and I know that that's normal. And I also know because of my level of self-awareness that I want to feel bad about that. And I have to actively combat it because there's no reason to feel bad about it. Again, we're humans, right? Like nobody's perfect. And so I have to tell myself like, you know what? It's okay. Is it okay to do this every day? Absolutely not. Like, you know, you have have to get things done, especially if you own your own business. Like, you know, you have to get up and do the things because no one else is going to do them but you. To cut yourself a little bit of freaking slack and know that some days you just need to take the day or the afternoon or, you know, it's okay if you got up to go do something and you sat on the couch for an hour staring out into space because you just physically and mentally could not do the thing. All of that stuff is super normal and it's a big part of it. And, you know... It was interesting because I was thinking about all the topics we've covered here on the podcast and I was like, damn, I've never really talked about like the roller coaster of emotions that you feel or that you're capable of feeling in one day. And I know that there's like memes out there, right? Of like memes out there of the, like the, it's like a chart that shows when you're an entrepreneur, like how your emotions go throughout the day and it's all over the freaking place. And that's super accurate. I mean, the truth is, is that 
we do experience as humans in general, we do experience a lot of emotions, but people who are doing something on their own, they're starting something new, they're building a lifestyle that other people don't understand. Um, They're identifying different parts of themselves, strengths, weaknesses, losses, wins, all of these things. You can have really high highs and really low lows during that experience. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that per se. I think it comes with the territory. And I also think though that the longer that you do it, the less intense that can get. So I used to have extreme highs and extreme lows all in the same day, sometimes all in the same fucking hour, quite honestly. But when I started to recognize that I didn't want to yo-yo that much, I started to add a little different piece of balance into my thought pattern and and balanced it out a little bit. But again, I think that shit comes with time um, and desire and giving yourself, like I said, some grace. You know, um, a year ago, a little over, I guess, yeah, it's been well over a year ago when I moved back to St. Louis, I was told by my therapist, she was like, you've got to give yourself some grace. Like you are not going to jump back into life in St. Louis after the shit show you just went through and like nothing ever happened. And I was like, that was my whole point is I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to pretend like none of that happened. I didn't want to pretend or like mash down all of those emotions. I wanted to deal with them for real, for real deal with them so that I can move forward and so, and then no, never come up again and not to never like, you know, haunt me ever again. And I did, I did it successfully and it took a long time and it took a lot of work. But during that process, you know, grace became something that I clung to when that was a new one for me, you know, 32 years old, grace, like, what does that mean? I'm going to give myself some grace. Like, I don't know about that. Um, which means basically like you have to love yourself and treat yourself properly just like you would someone that you loved like a family member or a client or a friend or something you know you're not going to literally push them to the point of breaking down into the floor and going to the hospital you know like that doesn't make sense you have to give yourself some grace to do what you need to do when you need to do it to an extent so while I think it's all of life especially um, for those of us who are high producers and have big goals and, you know, want to always be doing things. I think that it's important that we acknowledge that there's just a balancing act. You know, it's a constant balancing act. Um, people that are in operation do know this. Like I have the, um, the four pillars. Well, technically there's five pillars that we discuss like areas of life. And then what we do though, when we do our planning is it's color coded. So you can literally glance at your week as you're filling it out and be able to see where you're slacking on areas of life to make sure that you're allowing yourself some balance, um, some space, you know, that you need for each space, each different area. Um, And it helps a lot, but it's like a visual, right? That's a visual that allows you to Um, be able to just glance at it and know the difference. So I think it's really interesting too. (laughs) One of the things I was like making my coffee this morning thinking about this podcast and like, have you guys seen the meme that's the woman who's like some, or I don't know if it's always a woman, but anyways, it's some days I've, I literally get every single thing done and I'm amazing and could literally rule the planet. And then the next day I'm looking for my headphones while they're in my ears or, you know, I'm looking for my phone and it's in my hand or I put 
I put, you know, the remote in the refrigerator or something like the, those things, right? Um, it's just the truth. And I know that that's like a funny, funny joke, haha, right? But the fact is, is that's the truth about life. And there's always so many conversations. And I think maybe the reason I haven't talked about it here because it feels overdone to me a bit. But I know that it's important is like, oh, the highlight reel, the highlight reel that social media is. Or like influencers or people who are recording podcasts, people who are writing you books, people who are giving you content of, you know, what you're quote unquote supposed to do in your life. They don't always show you the parts that they're not perfect. You know, like they don't show you that they're regular people too at the end of the day, right? Like we all have hard times. We all have days that we just don't want to do it. And that does not make you any less of a success. That does not make you any less of a man. That does not make you less any less of a queen. That does not make you any less of a mom. That does not lessen your amazingness when that you're not perfect and that you're not completely 100% on it every single day. And that has been a hard thing for me over the years because I naturally am a very high producer. Like I don't have, and I'm not saying this to sound like an asshole, so please know that I'm not. Sometimes, like trust me, it's not always a great thing. But I don't have to force myself to get a lot done. It comes very naturally to me. And so when that's the case, I overdo it. I overdo it hard, like overstretch, overpromise, overplease everyone, like all this stuff. And then I would crumble in the process and be constantly frantically trying to, you know, fulfill obligations to family members, to myself, to my body, instead of starting there first. So the transition of learning that, starting with taking care of me is way bigger than a quote that says, put your mask on first on the airplane, right? Put your life preserver on first. The king eats first. Fill your own cup. You pick your quote, right? There's a million of them. But it's so much fucking bigger than that quote. Like, it sounds really cool to say that. Yeah, I eat first. Like, I fill my cup, blah, blah, blah. But I'll tell you what, it took me years to really embody what that meant in a way that wasn't tasky, you know? Because, like, I always say tasky tasks. So, like, without having a list of things that I was quote unquote supposed to do to fill my cup first. No, dude, like, because guess what? That's not how it works. You're not truly listening to your body and to your own needs and to your, your own experience when you're writing a list of things that are supposed to fill your cup. Like, that's just not how it works, right? Like, not at all. And so one of the things that it's just not fulfilling. And so there's a disconnect there. So if you're constantly feeling like I, you know, I write it on the list that I need to fill my cup and I need to do the things, but then you don't actually feel fulfilled from that. There's a reason. There's a disconnect there because filling your cup isn't a task list, friends. It's literally getting in tune with you, putting your needs, wants, your boundaries before all else. And when you do that, bro, the power that comes with that is unbelievable. Like I can't even begin to describe it to you. I didn't even know it existed. But the more and more that I do this work, the more and more I realize I'm like, this is it. This is what everyone has been talking about. 
but nobody explains some pieces of it, right? Like we think we're supposed to be perfect and everything's just supposed to balance out. And then when it doesn't, we sit quietly about it because we don't want to look stupid. We don't want to look wrong. We don't want anyone to know that maybe we're not perfect. Because if, if we admit that, does it admit weakness? Does it admit failure? I don't know. That's what we worry because no one talks about this. So here I am talking about it. And I hope that you can realize a bit here that none of the people you look up to are perfect. None of them wake up, you know, and jump out of fucking bed and sun is shining every single day. None of them walk into every single meeting stoked about it. None of them go into every gym session on top of the moon excited about it. You know, every single time, like that's not how it works. It's just, it's not. They just don't talk to you about those internal battles, the internal dialogue that they have in some of the moments. The internal internal dialogue, what I mean when I say that is that conversation about like, shit, I don't want to do this. And then they do it anyway. Or the truth is like, you know what they don't tell you is the days that they don't want to do some of the things and they don't do it. Nobody wants to admit that part, but I know that they know that it's true. And I think, you know, it also comes from allowing yourself and giving yourself permission, dude, to like, I take a lot of time for real. It is a thing. I take a lot of time whenever I need it. And then there are days that I have stuff due to my team or I have stuff due to a client or whatever it is. And I get up and do, do the shit, you know, whether I want to or not. It just depends on the day. But what I was getting at initially, though, is that nobody wants to tell you about those moments. And now we could, you know, and there are a few people that I've heard talk about, like, the power is in those five-second decisions, right? The decision to get up versus stay in bed. The decision to do that extra rep versus, you know, cut it short. The decision to choose that chicken wrap versus the Big Mac, you know, or the greasy cheeseburger. Um, those five-second de- decisions, we could go on and on about that about ways for you to combat the the voice in your head that tries to stop you. But I think that, you know, and that's valuable, but that's not my point here. My point of this entire podcast was really to just shine some light on the fact that it's okay if you're not 100% motivated every single day. That does not make you less than. That does not make you wrong. Um, my point is, is that we all have to stop trying to be perfect because perfect doesn't exist. It's not a thing. If all your goal is to be perfect and to be, you know, the best of the best of the best of the best of the best all of the time, you're probably not going to get there. There is no there. There's no arrival point. There's no measuring stick that says you're the best of the best of the best of the best, right? There is no measuring stick that says, okay, Jamie, you're right. You reached it. You're perfect. Let's give you your gold star. That's not how it works. So instead, what if we put our focus on paying a closer attention to what needs to be done, doing it, acting from from the inside of us first, looking for the answers inside of us first, and letting go of the idea of perfection. And then also letting go of the guilt around not being perfect. Letting go of the, oh, fuck, I suck. How many times have you said that? I suck, I didn't do this. Blah, 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 blah. No. No, you don't. You don't suck. You don't suck at all. Says who? Like, says who that you suck, you know? And so it's just one of those things where I want to give you permission because there was a point where I was given permission 
from a mentor of mine to quit trying to live up to other people's rules and other people's standards. I also had to then adjust my own standards a little bit because, again, one time, here's a fun fact, one time I was on the phone with my therapist and I was like all distraught about like, I did, but I have all these things to do and blah, 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 right? And she said, Jamie, would you ever hold other people or do you hold other people to the same expectations and standards that you hold yourself? And without thinking, without skipping a beat, I said, no, that would be mean. And she was like, did you hear what you just said? I'm like, oh shit, okay. So basically, I would never hold a friend, a client, and anyone to the same standards and expectations that I would hold myself to because I couldn't expect them to do it. It would be mean for me to expect them to achieve what I expect myself to achieve. How twisted up is that? (laughs) But that was an interesting moment for me where I was like, okay, there's nothing wrong with having high expectations of yourself. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be better and do better, but there is something wrong with punishing yourself internally for not being perfect and for not, you know, doing things as quickly as you may think. Again, like whose timeline? Nobody's. Um, It's a process. And if you allow yourself to go through the process and continue to reflect every week, like that's a tool that I, I coach with a lot is like at the end of the week or the end of the day, depending on how you want to do it, we reflect back on how the last week went, what worked and what didn't. What do we need to tweak and do a little bit differently for this week to be more of what we wanted it to be last week? You know, because continuing to write the same shit on your list every single day and doing none of it, that's the definition of insanity. Like you're never, or writing things down and it never actually flowing well and so you're never actually feeling content or fulfilled. Um, Those things definitely are not... helpful by any means but they're also that that isn't going to get you to a different result so a lot of like in my personal experience and in a lot of my friends and mentors experiences that I've I've heard the stories of like when they accepted the fact that allowing themselves more space um, to listen to their own needs was what really made the shift in them mentally, emotionally, you know, work-wise, every single thing, that is a really interesting experience to hear people talk about, that it's letting go of some of those harsh, rigid rules that we feel like we need to have because we're in such a like, discipline, discipline, production, production. If you're not doing this, you're a failure. Like that's kind of what we're put in our face all day, every day. And so we do what we have to do, you know, to adjust for that. But anyway, I almost feel like I'm rambling at this point. <laughs> and it's a topic that I obviously have a million examples for and I can talk about a million different ways. And again, I didn't have much of a, hey, here's your takeaway. This is what I would suggest doing. It's just more that I want you to know that no one is perfect. You know, no one is perfect. To everyone else, you probably look perfect. You know, I have friends that come to me in in the industry and they're like, you put out so much content, Jamie. It's amazing. Every time I turn around, like your content is everywhere. And I'm like, and in my head, in my dialogue, I'm like, dude, I've been doing less than I should be. Way fucking less. And there's a lot of reasons for that. It's an intentional space that I'm in right now. But 
to he to to them I look like I'm being perfect as far as the content creation and the you know conversations and and being in front of in front of people all the time like to them it looks perfect and it looks amazing and it looks huge to me it doesn't look good at all it's not even close to being enough but I have to counteract that because that's not a healthy place to freaking be yes Will I produce more now? I've gotten a lot of different things figured out. Absolutely. But am I going to push myself to the place that I used to? No, because it's not necessary. So instead, you take that lesson in the fact that like what other people see is pretty cool a lot of times. like We don't have to be so fucking mean to ourselves. Like That is not serving anything. The more you break down your own inner confidence, your own inner belief in yourself, the worse everything for you is going to be. You know, one of the biggest things, I guess I am going to give you something to do here. Ha. When it comes down to it, when you, every time that you tell yourself you're going to do something and then you don't do it, you're confirming in your head that you're someone who doesn't follow through. Like your body, your mind can't count on you to do what you say you're going to do. Um, and so you're reinforcing that. And that's where a lot of people's confidence levels don't exist or their doubt is really big and it's it tends to be really linked to you know making really big awesome plans and really big awesome projections to the world of what you're going to do and then kind of hiding behind the fact that you're not living up to those things so instead like why don't we stop projecting to the whole world what it is that we're going to do and instead we keep our own desired outcomes in our head and we do what we're doing and follow through on the things. And if that means you pick three things a day and you do every one of those three things for a week, and then maybe next week you add a fourth, maybe next week you add a fifth, and you're able to continuously do the things, that's how you build yourself into a whole different level of self-confidence, but also in a different level of existing to where that perfection game and that like, let me be really cool and make it look like I'm doing a hundred things in a day, but I have no balance and I feel like shit and I'm constantly questioning myself. (laughs) I think it's time for us to put those bags down, you know, or at least that's my goal. My hope for everyone. And the truth is that this is an ongoing conversation. This is an ongoing bad, not battle. It's an ongoing uh, conversation. Yeah. That you're going to have with me, with you, yourself, with yourself, with yourself, with yourself more than anything. So don't feel like there's there's no arrival point for anything, guys. There truly is not. So I hope that this conversation was nourishing for you or you pulled some things out of it, maybe made you realize that like maybe you are a perfectionist. Maybe you are holding on to this idea of perfection. Maybe you are holding on to this idea of someone else's version of good enough. And it's time to let go of that and write your own version of good enough. And sometimes writing your own version of good enough or creating your own clarity comes from allowing yourself some space and time to do so. So that is what I'm going to leave you with. And if anyone has any questions, as always, my email address is listed below. Please feel free to shoot me a message and I would love to chat with you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to share it with anyone that you think would benefit from it. If you do share on social media, make sure you tag us. We love it when you do that. And thank you so much for being here and being a part of the ongoing conversation. I truly believe in the power of raising each other's vibrations through sharing and talking and 
you know, going through life in a really raw, authentic way. And so that is why I show up for you here this way is so that that's what we can do together and continue to raise the vibration of the planet. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the rest of your day. And until next time, guys, see ya.